Hello, this is Dr. Patrick Porter, and welcome back to the BrainTap Business Journal podcast. Today, we have a very exciting podcast for you. I've, I've known about DNA testing. We're going to talk about here for quite a while. I've been meeting up with, with our guest here today many times. We've seen each other at conferences. And we finally connected in a, in a deeper way where actually I'm going to be taking this test. So this is part one of the series, really. So we're going to get an overall view. And what I and, and Harris, what I want you to do is kind of explain what got you into this and, you know, where do you see the future of DNA testing going so that we can kind of get a framework around this? And then at the end, for those of you that are practitioners, we're going to talk a little bit about how you can get involved with this, because I believe that from a from a health standpoint, now that we have this new tool available to us with all this vast information you're able to glean from it, that uh, this is something you'd be offering to your patients or your clients. So uh, Harris, tell us a little bit about yourself, what got you into it, and uh, what really separates you, your group, from other DNA testing groups? Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. First of all, thank you so much, Dr. Porter, for having me on your uh, podcast. I uh, had the great opportunity to try out the BrainTap system, uh, and I definitely felt much more revitalized after going through a few of those sessions. So uh, it was a pleasure and an honor to, to be on this podcast. Uh, a little bit about myself. So um, Harris Khan or Harris Khan, I'm uh, the director of product development and a co-founder of the DNA company. And my background uh, was in pharmaceuticals. I you know, had an undergrad in biomedical sciences and did some postdoc work in um, uh, in pharmaceutical research and development. I worked for a large pharmaceutical company. And after working there for a while, I just became disillusioned with the uh, pharmaceutical approach of, you know, sick care. And I really wanted to get into more preventative health. Um, so I partnered with a couple of uh, really bright individuals, one of whom was a, um, a PhD in genomics by the name of Dr. Mansur Muhammad, who developed this incredible functional genomics test. And you know, I was like, well, what makes it different from 23andMe? Tell me about DNA testing. And I got really, really involved. And I learned that, you know, DNA, it's, it's that one objectively unique thing about you. Um, and it's that one thing that currently you can't change. I don't know what it'll look like in the future, but right <laughs> yeah. now you can't change your DNA. It's that one thing that you're given at birth, you're dealt those cards, and it's with you till the day you die. Uh, so it's really objectively unique, and it's a great starting point for evaluating kind of where your predispositions lie. And so what we did with the with the DNA companies, we said, you know, we don't want to be like any other DNA test out there, just giving you information about genes, because as consumers, um, the reality of the matter is most consumers don't really care about the genes themselves. Most consumers have a health concern that they're trying to address. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, if you're like a, a biohacker, such as yourself, who is in generally great health, uh, your concern may be, well, how do I increase my health span? Not my lifespan, but I just want to be healthy for as long as possible. And being able to use intelligent genomics is a really powerful tool in getting that precision-based methodology, right? So with health and wellness, some people may feel like it's like, let me just throw something at the wall and see it sticks. Maybe I'll try keto, maybe I'll try paleo, maybe I'll try intermittent fasting. But when you start looking at it through the lens of intelligent genomics, you can be very, very precision-based about what your unique individual approach to optimize health and wellness is going to be. And I stay intelligent because what we've been able to do, the DNA company is not say, well, this gene says this and this gene does that. And so this is your problem. Rather, we're saying, 
we see that this gene exists in a number of important systems in your body, cardiovascular health, hormones, mood and behavior. And when we study that gene's influence along with the other genes that are working together, and then we layer lifestyle, nutrition, diet, environment, on top of that, we get a really comprehensive, personalized look at who you are as an individual. And if we can use that as the guiding light, now we're making really intelligent decisions about our health and wellness. That's not only saving us uh, time, money, resources, but really optimizing our health and wellness. So that's kind of where we've positioned ourselves in the industry. I know. I think it comes at, at a perfect time. I mean, people like Cody Robbins are now jumping on this precision health model and coming out with books to talk about it. I mean, of course, Dave Asprey started talking about different things and it's way beyond coffee, you know, with, with pe people think about when they think about Dave Asprey. But tell us a little bit about um, when you when you think about the vastness of the potential of what DNA testing is about, because I even talked to you about a, one of my favorite books out there is called uh, Suggestible You, where mm -hmm. you have a gene that actually shows if you're placebo positive or negative. I mean, you can really learn a lot about genes. So mm -hmm. tell, us, tell us maybe one of the stories or something that happened that you feel like, hey, the end user out there, maybe they were doing everything right, but then they discovered something in their gene genealogy here that you you found out for them and said, hey, just change this one thing. Because one thing about precision medicine is like you're saying, some people go keto's for everybody, paleo's for everybody, you know, uh, the upgrade diet is for everybody, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, how are you finding that out? And what are some, maybe tell us a story or two about some people and, and mm -hmm. without their names, of course, just so we yeah, can yeah. get an idea. I mean, we've got we've got tons of stories of just people who just we, we just they open their eyes, right? I think the keto diet conversation is an important one. Look, there, the reality is, there is no diet out there that works for everyone. That's number one. And number two, every person actually has to build their own individualized diet, right? So it's, even if you follow a ketogenic diet, you're going to find that there's going to be modifications necessary in there that you may intuitively do to make yourself feel better. Like maybe you're not a person who eats steak and butter every day for dinner. Cause you can't like, that's just not good for you. Right. It's not good for a lot of people, but you may find that out intuitively. So one of the things we found was when it comes to a diet and nutrition approach, because that's what most people are concerned about. There's some individuals who due to genetic predispositions um, can actually harm themselves in certain diets. So, you know, we've heard a lot about the ketogenic diet and it works great for some people, but if we look at what the ketogenic diet does, it's, it is essentially utilizing saturated fats as your source of energy, right? And fats, mm -hmm. of course, are broken down and use energy. But one thing to remember is when fats break down, um, the usable energy, it's a form of a sugar, right? So you break it down, there's glycerol molecules, and then eventually it's broken down to usable form of energy, which is often in the shape of, of a glucose molecule or some other sugar-based molecule. Now, if you're breaking down fats pretty well and you're creating those, 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 those sugar molecules for energy, um, if your body genetically doesn't have the optimal insulin signaling receptor or insulin signaling system, well, you're not going to release insulin in an efficient manner. So what can happen is you do have people, which we've seen, who have been on the ketogenic diet for two to three months, they come back in, 
and they get their blood tests done and their doctor's like, hey, you, you've got elevated blood sugar levels. And they're like, I haven't taken a spoon of tea of sugar in three months. I've been basically on ketogenic. How do I have elevated blood sugars? And it's for this very reason that, yeah, you're metabolizing your fats great, but your insulin sensitivity, which is genetically influenced, isn't performing where it needs to be. So going on a zero sugar diet can almost create a situation where you could be pre-diabetic, right? Which is kind of blows people away. Like, wow, I had no idea. Similarly, like, you know, intermittent fasting for some people, intermittent fasting can be really detrimental because of the way they psychologically deal with food. You brought up a great point, suggestible you, the to gene, that's the placebo gene that has a big role in your pleasure profile. So if you're a person who has a likelihood genetically determined to binge on things that make them happy, imagine that you got put on an intermittent fasting diet and you enjoy eating food. What's going to happen when you break your 16 hour fast? Well, you're going to gorge, you're going to overeat. And so you're actually going to gain weight on an intermittent fasting diet. But if you didn't know that that's how you're programmed, right? You don't know that what happens when I eat is I just overeat. But if I told you, hey, you've got a genetic predisposition that makes you more likely to engage in overeating. Now you can structure the meal that you're going to eat when you break your fast to be more nutritionally dense so that you're not overeating it. Right. And these are some of the ways that we help personalize that approach where it's just simple tweaks. Like we're not telling you to jump through a hoop of, like a hoop of fire. We're just saying you just need to be a little bit more intelligent about your approach using functional genomics kind of as that guide. Wow. I've just finished reading a book, The Four-Week Diabetes Cure, and Mm -hmm. I need to get, he's a friend of mine uh, who wrote the book. I'm going to get him this podcast because he talks a lot about insulin receptors and Mm -hmm. the biggest problem we have is not regulating. I mean, he should be recommending this DNA testing in that Mm -hmm. book because he gives a lot of tips and tricks. And, you know, we also, we also know that your body can produce sugar from stress. So, I mean, people think they're not eating sugar, but I, I think this is very, very good. I mean, I can't wait to hear, to see what it does for me because, um, you know, I, I do intermittent fasting. I'm, I'm hoping that it's good for me. We'll, we'll, see, what, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, I feel good when I do it. And, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, I would love to see what's going on there now with the brain tap world that, that we're doing this for, you know, the, the brain tap nation, the number one thing people use brain tap four is weight, stress, mm-hmm. and sleep. So mm-hmm. you've kind of dealt with the weight a little bit. Let's mm-hmm. talk about stress. Can our genes tell us <clears throat> how we manage stress or what? maybe give us some tips on how we should manage stress? Because right now, of course, sure. stress isn't going away. And yeah. I think they're, they're producing it in Washington as we speak. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> figure out. Yeah. you can help us figure that out. That would be a good one. So tell us. Yeah, yeah. About- Absolutely. And stress, you know, the the crazy thing about it is, look, when we take a functional approach, what we're identifying is where is stress playing a role across several systems, right? We know that you can literally stress yourself into a heart attack, right? You can literally cause a heart attack out of stress. You can cause overeating and obesity through stress. You can have chronic poor sleep through stress. So what is important to understand is, well, what is the source of my stress and how do I manifest it and then deal with it? That's a huge part of it, right? And there's genes that influence not only 
your likelihood, but the type of stress you experience. Some people um, have a stress that's related to past trauma or dealing with negative events or general anxiety. Other people are stressed because they're so hyper-focused on their work that when things don't go their way, they're like, uh, like this isn't going the way I want it to. That's two different kinds of stress that actually need two different kinds of therapies, right? You can't employ the therapy for a person who's stressed out because of anxiety to the person who is stressed out because he doesn't have control over everything. That's two different people. And so what we do is identify what exactly, what kind of stress are you actually experiencing and what genetic suboptimalities, genetic variations are making your, you have an increased likelihood. Because when you understand that, then you can start to identify, you know what? that relationship with that person or that job that I'm working on or that boss that I'm dealing with, that's a source of my stress and it's causing me a problem. Now I can work backwards to solve what's going on, right? Some people can remember every word of an argument six months into the future, right? <laughs> Other people, they forget the argument in two hours and they move on with their day. That's literally down to genetic uh, variation, right? They hold on. It's because of a biological relationship with noradrenaline, which is kind of your fight or flight neurotransmitter. It drives emotional memory imprinting. So for some people, their receptor for noradrenaline stays on for a longer period of time due to a variation in their genes. Like it's on, it's like bind, 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 be stressed, be stressed, be stressed, be emotionally influenced. But those same people are really good at showing empathy. They're empathetic individuals. And so this creates this beautiful kind of, you know, this, this, this kind of vast space where we can start to identify, well, this is the kind of mood and behavioral profile you have. And now let's work backward to optimize the situations that are going to put a dampen on your, on your mental health and, and also identify things that make you happy right? Um, so that's the kind of approach we have to stress. And then we show people, you know, when they go through our programs and our reports, where the stress is playing a role in cardiovascular health, in anxiety, in their sleep profile, it's a huge, huge impact to their sleep profile. So we identify those markers. That's great. We're here talking with uh, Harris Khan, who's with the DNA company. And one of the biggest things when we were talking before, uh, I was telling you that the number one thing people listen to BrainTap for is sleep. And you mm -hmm. had me go online and you're actually giving people this opportunity as well to go online to the dnacompany.com forward slash sleep well, and they get a $99 value. They can take that sleep test right away. And it's pretty informative. I mean, when I download it, I thought, wow, this is pretty cool. They can do that today, but we're going to delve a little bit deeper because when you said, once I turn in my DNA, uh, I guess I turn in my saliva, that's part of it. Maybe you can talk about what, do we, tell them what they have to do to do this. Cause a lot of times people don't want to prick themselves. They don't want, yours is very simple. It's very easy yeah. to do. So tell us a little bit about that, but then we're going to remember in a couple of weeks here, we're going to have another one of these videos and you're going to go over my results. So uh, tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about what's different about yours and others and, and what's going on there and tell them what they're going to learn maybe with the sleep program. And then we'll get deeper into the genetics of sleep. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So first of all, it, the, the testing process itself is super simple. Uh, we provide a saliva based kit. If you've ever done a DNA test from like 23andMe or someone before, simple, you're going to collect the saliva, you're going to spit in it. 
uh, don't eat anything or drink anything or brush your teeth for 45 minutes. Usually we tell people to do it when they wake up right first thing in the morning, even before they brush their teeth, just spit in the tube. You'll seal it, send it back to us. We have it analyzed. It takes about four to six weeks after we receive the sample from you guys, uh, from, from whoever is that sends it to us to get you the results. And the results are delivered in a beautiful digital format. Um, when it comes to sleep, the sleep assessment that you completed, that was the result of us using AI, artificial intelligence, proprietary algorithms, and studying 10,000 samples to identify what trends we're seeing in people's sleep profiles and then asking the right questions. So you may have seen there was questions that you were thinking like, do you enjoy sunny environments? And you're thinking, how does this have to do with my sleep? But the reality is there are genes such as your vitamin D gene, such as your BDNF gene that influence your sleep profile that are controlled by your exposure to sunlight, right? People who have a really strong enjoyment of being in the sun or they feel great when they're out in the sun most likely either have a deficiency in vitamin d or a reduced production of bdnf brain-derived neurotrophic factor and that influences their sleep profile um so what we do with sleep is we take a very intelligent and functional approach what we're saying is look don't just pop melatonin tablets and hope that you're going to go back to bed we're trying to identify what are those root causes and more importantly, which root causes are contributing to your sleep problem? Not everyone else's, right? So we look at a person's pleasure profile. Are you a person who really needs to binge watch Netflix at night? Well, that's probably keeping you up, right? That fifth episode of uh, Yellowstone or whatever it is that you're watching <laughs> nowadays, that's keeping you up. Or is it the stress from work that's keeping you up? Or is it your circadian rhythms genetically like you just, you may fall asleep right away, but you wake up in the middle of the night or you don't get rested sleep or you're using your phone in the middle of the night or you have an addiction to food and you got to have a midnight snack. All of those things are analyzed and they say, hey, here's the areas and you got a grade and you saw, you know, I was a C here and A, hopefully you were all A's, but you got a few <laughs> grades and, and you were able to identify, you know what, that makes a lot of sense. So that sleep assessment, we didn't even need to look at your DNA. We just asked you the right questions but if you want to get really deep into it, then that's when we jump into the genetics, right? Um, so like I mentioned, we'll look at your sleep profile. We'll look at the genes that influence how likely you are to be stressed. We're looking at the genes that are influencing what kind of pleasure profile do you have? Are you a binge watcher? Are you a person who needs their daily mantra to keep going? Are you a creature of habit? You creature of routine? Um you know, we're looking at your vitamin D genes, because remember, vitamin G, D is a hugely important factor in regulating circadian rhythms. And if you have poor vitamin D, and you're not taking your vitamin D correctly, you're likely inhibiting your circadian rhythm response. Uh, so we get really, really deep into understanding what kind of factors influence uh, your overall sleep profile. That's great. So tell us a little bit about, I know that we, we met through biohacking. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be at the paleo effects event that's coming? Yeah. Up here? Uh, well, our team, I won't personally be there, but our, I know our team will have a, a big spot there and, and, and our CEO cash of Khan will be actually speaking, uh, but we'll be at a number of these uh, conferences for sure. Great. Yeah. So you can, you can meet up with them, but right now today they can go and do that sleep well uh, study online get a little bit of information, but then they can take the test. Two thirds of America right now is not sleeping well. Mm -hmm. Two thirds, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, and of course, two years ago, everything got disrupted 
Nobody's mm-hmm. back to their normal yet. Uh, people are still working from home. They're not going to work. They're, they're doing different things. Tell us a little bit about what they're going to learn in the DNA portion of the sleep program. The sleep program. Right. Yeah. So the most important thing, you know, we, this is another thing that we felt really differentiates us in the industry is, look, it's not enough for us to just tell you what your genes say about you. Because imagine if you took your Ferrari to the, to the mechanic and the mechanic just gave you a laundry list of everything that's wrong with it and says, well, off you go. Here's what you need to do to fix it, right? You'd be like, well, that's what I came to you for. Uh, <laughs> so what we did is we, look, we took that understanding of genetics and then we said, you know, how do we help our clients build sustainable programs to fix their problems, right? And so we actually ended up working with a, um, with a scientist from Stanford University by the name of Dr. BJ Fogg. You may have heard of him. Uh, he inspired uh, James Clear's Atomic Habits, and now he just wrote his own book called Tiny Habits. And we built behavioral change programs powered by genetics for people, by, powered by genomics. And so not only do we give you, hey, here's the concerns you have as it relates to sleep. Let's say your problem is, um, you know, you have an addiction to food, right? And that's like keeping you up at night because you're having midnight cravings. We'll actually identify that, look, your concern might be you have a, a relationship with food that's really deep. So what we're going to do is we're going to build a behavioral change program to change the way you look at food, right? I always tell people, you know, you're not on an intermittent fasting diet. You're a person who doesn't eat between the hours of 12 to 8 p.m. Because when you say diet, you're signifying something temporary. But when you say this is who I am, that's a frame shift, right? So now you don't you haven't set any imaginary goalposts that you need to make or you need to, oh, I got to do this for 30 days. No, this is just who you are as a person. So we help drive that behavioral change and teach people sustainable habits to improve their sleep, right? So we'll get really, really specific. Hey. You've got low levels of BDNF. Using that phone at night, that's going to mess your circadian rhythm. So you need to take your phone, put it on do not disturb, put it away, put it inside your shelf, and keep it there from the hours of 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. We'll get very, very specific and say, this is what you need to do to address your sleep concerns. So we get really specific and we employ behavioral change to help people build that long-lasting change in their life. That's great. I'd love any brain tappers out there that do this. And I'm hoping you all do that. Watch this. I would love to get your feedback on if you need help with what brain tap sessions to listen to, because we could help with that too. I think that there's a lot of, I mean, we have a thousand eight hundred different sessions. So I think there's some things that our doctors could look at that report and then start recommending to the patient. Hey, here's the brain tap sessions you could listen to they're in there uh so i mean it's great that you're doing it and and i love that book atomic changes and and mm-hmm. things like that so there's there's a lot of help out there you're providing a lot of help um i know that also uh, at the clinic level you have a lot of clinicians whether they be medical doctors or health professionals or biohackers they're recommending your dna testing uh profile how do they get involved with that Tell us a little bit about how that works. Yeah, so a big part of what, you know, we didn't always start as a consumer product. We just recently launched our consumer um, business. We were, for the most part, a clinic-only business. We worked directly with healthcare providers because we wanted to show them how they can, three things, improve, uh, number one, help boost revenue, obviously, was for their clinic. But number two, 
reduce the time they needed to be with each patient while achieving better, faster, and more sustainable patient outcomes. Because at the end of the day, every healthcare provider wants to improve patient outcomes. So we were a very clinic-focused business, and we keep true to that. Even today, you can sign up to be a clinic partner. We provide our tests at wholesale value to our clinic partners, and they can then provide that to their patients. And everything is done through a secure portal, HIPAA-compliant, we don't share any information. I know a lot of people have questions about DNA testing and selling data. We don't do that. We're not in the business of selling your data. Uh, we don't even collect data that would be valuable to anyone. But the point is, we're very, very careful about how we deal with people's data and for both practitioners and provider and, and our consumers. Um, so practitioners can get involved. They can sign up to be a partner with us. Um, you know, they can just a very simple way to reach, reach out to us is client care at the dnacompany.com say that you heard us on the brain tap uh, podcast and that you'd like to set up a partner account and you can order your first five test kits for free uh, so you can start handing them out to your patients uh, we can set up a program where you get an affiliate partnership or it's a direct lab vendor relationship so we make it super super easy uh, the other great thing is our reports are really fun to go through you'll see them when you get your own reports but as a practitioner, maybe they don't have time to go through everyone's reports. So we actually created, you know, quote unquote, cheat sheets for our practitioners so they can quickly whiz through the results and say, OK, bang, 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 bang. Here are the health concerns I need to focus on for this patient. Uh, so we make it very viable for our practitioners to incorporate it into their successful practice. That's great. I think any functional uh, medicine doctor needs to start incorporating uh, this DNA study because, you know, just with a little bit that I learned so far, I mean, there's so much valuable information there. And if you can get, if you can motivate a patient with, with information that makes sense to them, they'll make the change. A lot of times if they can't make sense of it, even though it might be really healthy for them to make the change, they don't do it because they, they don't, it's kind of like taking algebra in high school and you're going to, it's not going to be anything you're going to use afterwards. You know, I had to go through that with my kids. They're going, why am I learning this? Well, myself, I, I said, well, I, I had electronics, so I had to learn algebra, you know, so I, they're going, I'm not going to do what you're doing, dad. I need to do something else. But in life, we have these, these are, this is really the next level. They call it biohacking. I, I prefer to call it health optimization because mm -hmm. every person is different and unique. And like you said, there's not not everybody. Everybody's not going to do well on the keto diet or on the uh, paleo diet or on the mm -hmm. whatever. They have these ones where they just eat meat. I mean, yeah. uh, and I know I know of a doctor that every time I see him, he's he doesn't look all that healthy to me, but he's. Um, he just eats meat and he's trying to convince everybody else. And I said, Hey, you know, are you trying to convince me or yourself? You know, just, <laughs> just do your own thing. I'm, ne yeah. I'm never going to do that. I mean, I was vegetarian for uh, 18 years and I, I think I did pretty well on it, but my wife mm -hmm. didn't. And yeah. not because we took a test, but it's going to be interesting because we're going to do her DNA scan too, but mm -hmm. she could not process iron. Yeah. You know, or, you know, she had anemia. I don't know if mm -hmm. you can find that out. I mean, a lot of the women we deal with have that issue, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, do you find things like that out with the DNA? Yeah. Scan? So I think the number one, the most important you said, doctor, was that, look, um, if a patient is knowledgeable about exactly what's happening, they're going to be more compliant. If you know why you're not on paleo or keto, you'd be like, yeah, I know why. Because, hey, for me, I might cause diabetes in myself, Right. 
that increases compliance. But what happens in conventional healthcare is you go to your doctor, like, doctor, I've got a headache, take Tylenol for six weeks, you'll be fine. You're like, okay, like you, you'll do it. Like it's a little black box. You don't know why you're doing, you don't know what the root cause is. So that root cause identification is important. Second thing is that, you know, what kind of diet look, the reality is less than 2% of the human population can survive long-term on a fully plant-based diet, whether it's genetics or their lifestyle, it's very difficult for most people to go on it. So you see a lot of people who go plant-based, fully plant-based and they come back and they, you know, I got to take vitamins or I got to take eggs. I got to eat something to get certain vitamins that I cannot, for whatever reason, source from a plant-based diet. And that's fine. Um, I support anyone who wants to go plant-based, but the important thing to know is at the end of the day, what your body needs is what's important. And if your body requires certain things, you have to deliver it to it or you're not going to be optimized. That health optimization is all about listening to your body, understanding what your body needs, and then supporting it. Um, what we can identify are variations that can influence your relationship with micronutrients like vitamin A, like zinc, like vitamin C and vitamin D, as well as macronutrients. Do you metabolize fats? Do you metabolize carbs? Uh, when you understand that, in combination, we always say, hey, when you do a DNA test, make sure you've got your blood test next to you, your most recent blood test, because we, we're going to see some joining, some factors that make sense very, very quickly. And when we look at cardiovascular health, we're looking at the root cause. Yeah, we're trying I'm to getting, figure out getting another blood test done uh, here within the next week as well. So I'll have that with me and I'll exactly share that at the same time and see if we can do that comparison. I think that's going to be interesting. I don't metabolize red meat. Uh, mm -hmm. I have to do the, uh, the, the enzymes with it at the same time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, you know, we usually eat a good form of that once a week because mm -hmm. that keeps her iron up. Um, but if I don't do that, I, I get like gout symptoms. So is that mm -hmm. something also you can, you can detect from? Yeah, it's, it's what we'll, what we'll identify is what is the predisposition for, for inflammation in a person. And that inflammation, depending on the symptoms you have, and that's the other, the other important point, we never start with looking at the genes, right? So people think as much as we're a functional genomics company, we do a lot of genetic testing. We don't believe it's about the genes. What we start with is what is the symptom you're experiencing? I've got gout. Well, that gout could be for a number of different reasons. And as I start to peel back the layers in your personal story, well, when I eat meat, I feel like this. And, you know, I've got this other inflammatory problem or I can't sleep well. Now I'm trying to identify all the different things that are linked. And then I go back to the genetic profile and say, hey, it looks like your methylation profile is suboptimal. Like at the, at the cellular level, you're not dealing with inflammation as well as you need to. And there's specific vitamins or supplements or recommendations you need to do. Like you maybe, for example, your wife needs to combine her spinach consumption with bell peppers or a source of vitamin C to improve the absorption of iron, because we know iron is absorbed much better with vitamin C. That's an insight that we can determine. And if we find out through genetics that she doesn't actually use vitamin C very well, well, all of a sudden we figure out the, 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 uh, the root through which she needs to take vitamin C. So now we've personalized her approach very, very quickly just by asking a few questions and looking at a few genes, right? And that's the, that's the key. It's genetics, but interlaying the diet, the lifestyle, the nutrition, the environment, and the family history to get that fuller comprehensive profile. That's great. So 
So clinics out there or professional health coaches, this is something you need to look into. Start very easily. Just go to thednacompany.com forward slash sleep well. You're going to get a $99 value. You get to take this test for free. They, the, the information was like immediate. After I was done, I, I got an email. I was able to download it, look at it. So you can start to figure this out. And before I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite health hack? What do you, because we met at a health conference and, mm. and everybody's using brain tap for different reasons, of course, and everybody probably looks at DNA for different reasons. But for you personally, what is one of your favorite health hacks? What do you do yeah. that, that gets you excited? Yeah, you know what? It's funny you mentioned right now, uh, we're going through the month of Ramadan. So I'm fasting. Uh, you know, we, we fast from dawn to dusk uh, during this month. And one of the things that that's that's popular in our culture and has been since uh, for a long time is the consumption of dates. And if you actually look at the nutritional uh, profile of a date, you'll find that there's a reason why it's recommended to eat dates if you're going to go on any kind of fast, whether it's an intermittent fast or one of our fasts or you know whatever other fasts you you practice. Dates have one of the best water retention profiles of any fruit. And so they actually improve water retention in your body post-consumption. And that's also one of the reasons why, where do dates grow? They grow in the most arid environments in the world. You find dates in deserts. And you think, well, how does, it, how does a date fruit grow in the middle of a desert? Well, because its water retention capacity is unmatched. And so if you're ever in a fasting profile, dates can be an effective way to provide fiber, uh, to provide a healthy source of glucose so you're not getting a huge sugar rush right away it's complex carbohydrates in there uh, and it's great for water retention because one of the things people don't realize is when they're going these intermittent fasting diets they are not drinking enough water and water you know i always tell people look the two easiest biohacks in the world are cost absolutely nothing right drinking more water and getting better sleep if you do that, 80% of your health problems are dealt with. You don't need to drink a fancy juice for like $20. You don't need to do it. But if you can fix your sleep and drink proper water, uh, you're going to improve your health tremendously. So if you eat a date, you're improving water retention, right? Now, of course, we can get, I could talk for hours about water quality and don't just drink plain water. Make sure you've got electrolytes in that. Otherwise, your water will leach electrolytes from you. Um, but really incorporating dates into your diet, especially when you're fasting is an extremely effective biohack. That's great. I've been doing that intuitively then. So, cause I, I heard they were uh, good for the fiber release, you know, the, yeah. the slow sugar release and, and mm -hmm. I kind of have a reaction to sugar. So I, I try not to do too many fruits that have high, you know, fructose content, things mm -hmm. of that nature. Well, tell us, how can we learn more uh, after this? They're, they're inspired now. They go do your, your test. They contact mm -hmm. you. But how can they follow you, find out more about what the DNA company is doing? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, we're, I mean, we're on Instagram, uh, you know, at the DNA Co. So, T-H-E-D-N-A-C-O. You can follow us there. We post all, everything there. Sign up for our mailing list. When you go onto the website, www.thednacompany.com, you'll be able to sign up for a mailing list. Uh, we also have a podcast uh, ourselves. Our, our CEO does the podcast, and I'm sure we're going to have you on that podcast very soon, doctor. Uh, it's called the Unpilled Podcast. You can download it on the Apple Store. So there's a number of ways you can keep in touch with us. And, you know, we send out valuable emails. We try not to bombard people with, 
useless emails. When we share stuff, it's pretty valuable. People see the value in it. So if you're looking to learn more about the world of genetics, definitely sign up for our email list and you'll, you'll learn quite a bit. Um, so those are some of the ways you can work with us. So I'm recommending that everyone go to the website, do the sleep well study first, check it out, browse around, get with him on LinkedIn. If you have a profile mm -hmm. there, they also have uh, their social media handle is at the DNA co. So you can also put that in your browser. It'll bring up all their social media. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to have all those links posted below in the, in the podcast notes. And remember, we're going to, we're going to have a follow-up uh, podcast where he's going to share my, uh, my stats with you. And, um, that way you can see the real profiles and things like that, but don't wait for that. Let's get started. This is breakthrough science. This is something that I think every healthcare professional needs to look into, find out if it works for you and your patients. And like you said, you can get involved and get your first five kits, absolutely mm -hmm. no cost and start, start, you know, take five of your most difficult people. Maybe you'll find that one thing like, uh, I can't wait for my wife to listen to this podcast because just the the fact that she might have some help with the iron is going to motivate her to you know go through with what's going on because these will, mm -hmm. could be something really small that's happening with this precision medicine can give us a look behind the behind the curtain and and show you something that you might not be aware of and this is where we're going guys we're going into precision medicine people want to know not just that this works, but is this going to work for me? And what's the science that's backing that up? So the nice thing is that this is backed by science. They're doing it every day. They keep updating their literature, their information. And even though DNA has come a long way, it's still pretty much in its infancy. So stay tuned to what they're doing because there's going to be a lot more breakthrough information. I'm sure also as you incorporate the AI engine and you keep adding people to that and with the questionnaires, it's just going to keep getting better and better information. So is there anything that I forgot to ask you about the DNA company or about getting their test done that you feel is important mm -hmm. to them? Yeah, I think, yeah, that, that was a great summary. I think the only thing that's cool for people to know is, you know, we've made our reports digital, so you'll access it through your portal, but just like you get an upgrade on your iPhone software, uh, as we get new information, we actually upgrade your reports and update them and say, hey, well, we've, we've updated our reports to the newest version because we found new data. So make sure you go back to your reports and check to see if anything's changed, if we've got new data. And that makes it feel like, hey, we're really investing in making sure you get better, more precision-based information about your health. And it's possible things will change. We may find a gene two years from now, that'll like completely change our entire approach. And that's the, that's both the benefits and challenges with working in that innovative science space. But the reality is when you learn information, like you're the first to get that information and start optimizing your life uh, even further. Um, tests are available on our website. As I mentioned, they're $3.99 retail. If you're a practitioner, you get your first five kits ordered from us. You can charge whatever you want from the wholesale rate, which will provide you up to $3.99. Uh, you don't have to pay for the cost of the actual physical kit yourself. If you want to order a bit more, then we'll just take a small deposit. Um, but certainly as a practitioner provider, you can get started right away. We even drop ship. So if you're a practitioner out there, you've got a virtual practice, no problem. Let us know and we'll actually drop ship the kit right to your patient uh, as well. So that's the, uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to share. 
Right. This is great information. And I want to thank you for taking the time to do this. I look forward to seeing your CEO at Paleo FX here in a couple of weeks or next week, I guess we're going to be there. Yeah, so, you'll be there next uh, week. We'll, we'll be there and, and see it. And I'll be sending people over there because I'm super excited about this. I think right. if, if you can find even just one thing, I mean, there's a lot of people out there trying to optimize their health and they're doing everything they perceive to be right. But it could be something just so simple that if they figure it out, maybe a sleep routine, or maybe it's the combination of eating their meals, like you said, or maybe it's the way they handle their stress. There's so many things that they can learn from this. Take the next step, guys. Get involved with the DNA company uh, and go take that test. All the links are below in the in the uh, notes of the podcast. I look forward to hearing about your results. And, and brain tappers, please let me know if you need some help. Uh, once you get your your testing, if you want to know what um, sessions to listen to, I'm I'm very excited about that option as well. So just mm -hmm. to get some feedback and and see what happens. So again, thank you for being guest at the at BrainTap Nation, Harris, and I look forward to seeing you again once you're back out in the field and and doing things. Great, perfect. Thank you so much for your time, Doctor. It's a pleasure. Take care. Thank you. All right. Thanks everyone for listening to this week's edition of the BrainTap Business Journal podcast, where we bring you tips and tricks to accelerate your growth and the growth of your practice. I believe this is one of those steps. This is one of those components. Once you see the value and go through it for yourself, you're going to want to include it in, if not every patient that comes through the doors or clients, but at least those that you're having difficulty with your your procedure that you're doing right now, because nobody's 100% with anyone. And so this could be something that you just keep in your hip pocket. And then once you get a few of those miracles happen, you'll start using it more because I, I've talked to some people that have just found some incredible information out about their DNA that helped them to just change one and two little things. So I look forward to sharing more with you next week. So tune in. Share this, please, with everyone you know. The only thing they need is DNA. So send it out to everyone you know that has DNA so they can learn a little bit about it. I mean, we carry this stuff around with us. It's acting with everything that we do. We're, every breath we take, every thought we think, every activity we're involved in, it'd be nice to know what's under the hood and then what's actually prompting us when we're not consciously aware of it. These, these, most of these functions are happening without our awareness. And they could be controlling or dictating our health or diminishing our health. So let's tune into the health frequency and, and do more. So again, thank you for being part of the show. We look forward to getting more people into the DNA company. Thank you. Thanks.